Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women podcast. And I got to be honest, I just got done listening to a video from a gentle, a Southern gentleman who lost his daughter to suicide. Um, she was gay and he shamed her and she was shamed by many other people and she took her life in 1995 and I, all the feels. Like her dad talked about how it was too late and he wished he had done better when she was alive and just loved her. And so my topic already for this Friday was going to be parenting because August is a huge, a huge time for me. Three out of my four kids' birthdays are in August. Not even kidding you. (laughs) Uh, My little sister's birthday is in August as well. So my twins, they are turning seven, August 3rd. And by the time that you hear this, their birthday will have already passed. And my middle daughter, Lillian, she is turning nine on August 18th. So we have a lot of August birthdays going on here. And being a parent is not something I ever planned on doing. It really wasn't. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you'll know that I never planned on being a mom. Actually, when I was younger, uh, my plan was to just be me against the world. And then I was 16 and I got pregnant with my oldest daughter and it was just going to be me and her against the world. And then I met my middle daughter's father and he said he wasn't supposed to be able to have kids. Well, surprise, he can have children. (laughs) And then it was just... It was me and my oldest daughter and my middle daughter. And then I met my husband and he was such, he's such a sweet guy. He's like the nicest guy ever. And he was like, you know, I know you already have two kids. And if you don't want any more children, I completely understand. I love you and your daughters, no matter what, you know, but I've always really wanted some biological children, you know? Um, And I was just like, "Uh, what, what, Uh, oh, I already have two. Why not try for one more? (laughs) And we were not one and done. We got two and done. Um, we found out we were pregnant with twins and I was like, well, if there was any doubt in my mind that I was done, that's out of my mind now because I am officially done and I got my, I got a tubal ligation and I am done. So I always tell people like, if you don't want to have children, it's okay to be child free. It's absolutely okay. It's acceptable. I always thought that even though I had no interest in having children, that it was kind of like the societal demand that I have children, right? Everybody was excited and they expected that of me. And um, I told my therapist today that my husband helped me become a better mom, a better parent, like a more more of a parent, uh, more interested in my children's lives. And the older they get, the better it gets for me. When they were awfully little and you know, just little tyrants and you couldn't talk to them and you couldn't, you couldn't like have any kind of conversations with them. That was really hard for me. And sometimes I really resent my kids because I never got to have a time in my adult life where I was just free. And that freedom was because like even it's not saying that I don't get to go do things without them. I don't get to go on vacations without them. I don't get to do anything like that, but I don't stop being a mom, right? That doesn't end. I don't stop worrying about them. I don't stop being concerned about them and their future. 
every little thing I say or do. I'm, I analyze myself, like, am I doing the best I can? You know, I know there's no such thing as a perfect parent. That's very real, but I don't, I don't want to fuck my kids up, okay? My, my parents did a, did a number on me uh, growing up. And so I don't want to do that to my kids. I want to be the best and help them be the, the most well-rounded children that they can be, right? I grew up with, you know, racist and homophobic ideals. Like my parents would say they're not racist and homophobic, yet looking back, like, holy crap. I learned a lot of not so awesome stuff, you know, like calling lesbians dykes and calling black people I don't even want to say that word, but you know, yeah. So I learned some really shitty things growing up and I don't want my kids to to learn. I want my kids to not have to struggle when they're adults accepting other people. I want them to be very open-minded and, you know, not very judgmental. We're all, we all judge, we all judge. It's just, uh, that's just part of nature, but um, not to judge people unwarranted, you know, not to have unwarranted judgments. I don't want them to, you know, judge somebody based on what they look or who, you know, their sexual orientation or, you know, their socioeconomic status. Like, I don't want them to judge based on those things. And I want them to be very accepting. And it's it's really hard being a parent. It's because uh, in the very beginning, I lost myself in motherhood, like after the twins were born. Or, well, actually, after my daughter Lillian was born. I wouldn't say after Carmel was born. I was too young to lose myself in parenthood at that time. But after my daughter Lillian was born, I, I lost myself in motherhood. And then I gained myself back for a little bit when I left her father. And then, you know, I got pregnant with the twins and everything. And I lost myself again. And finally, like five years ago, I found myself. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not losing myself and my kids anymore because, you know, one day they'll be grown and they'll be out of the house and I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be having a life. I'm still going to be being a person and I need to put myself first, you know, and that's not selfish. That's not selfish at all. I hear parents all the time say, I feel so, I feel like it's so selfish if I put myself first. Don't no, because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of your kids. And I will tell you, there are certain age ranges that are worse than others, I would say from like birth to like four, five years old, that's really hard. It's really hard because it's hard to have conversations with them. It's hard to communicate with them. They're just insane. Like the three major <laughs> or terrible twos. The, those are real things. I didn't experience the three major stage until I had the twins. Like my older girls did not go through that stage. But I'd say like starting around five, it becomes okay. And then from five to like 10 or 11, it's okay. And then they hit like the teenage hormones and they lose their shit again. And now you're dealing with, you know, humans who can, you know, verbalize what they want a little too well and it's they're all over the place and it's a little crazy and I heard I haven't reached there yet so I'll confirm this at a later day that once they reach like 20 21 22 somewhere between 20 and 22 they start to they start to normalize out again I don't know we'll have to see how that goes but every age and stage has different struggles you know it can be, it can be hard. It can definitely be hard to be a parent. 
And it can be even more difficult to parent with another human being. I was a single mom for the longest time and that had its own struggles, but also I didn't have to like, you know, deal with another person in the parenting process. And then when I met my husband and now it's me and him, you know, we were brought up in completely different ways and we have different parenting styles and it can be difficult sometimes. But the one thing that I've realized is we cannot disrespect the other parents Um, Even if you're co-parenting, you have an ex because our children are part of those people. So even if your ex is the most horrible person in the freaking world, if you tell your child that they're a horrible person, you know, your child's going to think they're a a horrible person too because they're part of that person. Um, While I always say just let them figure it out on their own, they will figure it out on their own eventually. You know, they, they will with time figure it out on their own. So, but bashing, like, even if you're in a relationship, you're married or you're dating the the other parent, it can be really difficult because you may not agree, but you should not disagree in front of your children. You shouldn't demean them or devalue them or disrespect them in front of your children because then it shows children that you're not a, uh, you're not a solid unit you and your partner you're not a solid unit and also shows them that it's okay it's acceptable to you know devalue and disrespect the other parent you don't want to teach them that either and I mean it can be hard when you have a blended family because with my husband we my older girls we did not I refer to him as Jeremy to my older girls for the longest time I think it was like the last year or two I stopped doing that because they actually on their own decided to call him daddy so I don't do that anymore. And, you know, people have asked, like, well, how would you feel if your daughter started calling her stepmom, mommy? And I was like, you know what? If if she did on her own and it was her choice, I'd be okay with it because that's a person that's a part of her life in a very real way. And it's good to co-parent. It's good to, to be the best and be the most civil you can be. You know, I, I try really hard not to say mean things about my daughters my older daughter's fathers um in front of them my teen is a little different because now she's she's seen the light on her own and you know we have conversations but my middle daughter I don't say you know she asked me what happened between her and her dad and I say you know we just didn't get along she she, it's age-appropriate conversations we have and it's not age-appropriate for her to know what happened between her dad and I so Parenting, the whole point is this, is, is, is ter- parenting is a mess. <laughs> you won't know until your kids are older if you did a good job. All you can do is do the best you can right now with what you have available. You know, be accepting, be loving, be kind, be empathetic, but also don't be their best friend. You know, make sure you're setting rules because kids need stability and support and structure They do in order to thrive. They need those things, but they need to know most of all that you love them. There is no one perfect way to parent. There are lots of really shitty ways to parent, but I mean, if you're loving your kid and you're providing for your kid and you're making sure they have clothes on their back and they have a bed to sleep in and they have shoes on their feet and they have food in their bellies, you know, they have a place to live and you're taking the best care you can of them, it's okay. They don't need the newest iPad. Um, my kids don't have iPads. Oh, one of my, my one of mine does. Um, my middle daughter was given an iPad by her dad. So 
she's she has an iPad, but the rest of them don't. <laughs> you know, I my oldest daughter, she's going to turn 16 and less than a year and you know she's not going to get a brand new car because that's a little ridiculous ain't happening you know financially one no and two I'm not trusting a teenager with a brand new car because we all know how teenagers drive anyways but I'm doing the best I can I'm learning along the way and I did some really shitty things when my oldest daughter was younger but I'm doing my best to not repeat those with my younger ones and I you know she's in therapy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because she's got shit that she's got to work through. I didn't do the best I could. Uh, I did the best I could at the time, but I mean, looking back, I'm like, I could have done way better. But I'm doing even better with my littles. And, you know, and each family is different, and the structure and what you do, it's okay. Like, our family doesn't have big birthday parties anymore. We always do something really special for the kids' birthdays, but we don't, like, have big, huge birthday parties. I was scarred um, at the twins' second or second birthday party, I want to say, where uh, we had a unexpected thunderstorm in the middle of the day and 20 people ended up in my really tiny house and I was finding trash throughout my house for like weeks on end and I was like, F this, never again, don't sign me up for this, I'm not doing that again. Um, And also it was a lot of stress and I didn't get to enjoy my kids on their birthday where now we do something small as a family and guess what, I get to enjoy my kids so much. And actually tomorrow is the twins' birthday when I'm recording this I usually record the Fridays ahead of time and we're going to see Christopher Robin and they picked out their cake and they decided what they wanted for dinner and you know it's going to be fun and they're really excited about it. So if you don't want to have children it's fine don't have them. Be child free. I know that doesn't mean you hate children. I know that just means you really want to have the freedom in your life relish that freedom. If you're not ready to have kids right now don't have them. I mean with technology nowadays you can wait quite a while before you have to make that decision about having kids and not have to have some significant fertility issues. Um, generally, obviously, I know there we've done plenty of podcast episodes about fertility, so I know that, you know, that's that can still happen. Um, but you have time. You don't have to make that decision right now. You do what you want to do and experience life as it is because once kids come, life is never the same. You'll never be able to go back to that free day where you don't have to worry about your kids or, you know, getting a babysitter. Come watch your kids so you can go to this wedding in October. Real life example. You know, I'm paying my mom to come down here to watch my kids so I can go to wedding in October and in Florida, you know. it's Those are things you don't have to worry about when you don't have kids. So, you know, wait and you'll never be ready. I'm going to put that out there. There's never be a perfect time to have children, but like, it's okay to wait. It's okay to wait. Um, and those who have kids just know each kid is different. Uh, you're going to have seasons. There's going to be seasons of life where you're like, I fucking hate my life. Everything sucks. I hate being a mom. Or maybe you don't. There's some people just love being a mom 24 seven and I applaud them. But there's also going to be times where you're just like, you know what? I really love my kids. You'll never stop loving your kids. Let me just preface that. But like, I really love my kids. I love my life. I love how things are going. And there's no one perfect way to parent. So I hope this gave you some hope. And I hope you guys got inspired a little bit. And I'd love to hear more about your parenting and, you know, things that you've learned over on the Inspired Women community. All right. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women Podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.